Hey guys, welcome to Drive In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I am Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. That's right. You don't have to even worry yourself about it. We'll take care of all the heavy lifting for you, right, Alex? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> the, the, the heavy lifting. <laughs> all, right, all right. What movie are we jumping in on today, man? Okay, we're going to the Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is right up there with Netflix right now, coming out with these original movies. So we got the movie with uh, Michael B. Jordan in it. It is entitled Without Remorse. On your feet. Senior Chief John Kelly is more dangerous and effective than any man we have in the field. The only thing he has more than kills are medals. Somebody would like to talk to you. John, if you're done in there, we need you to get back in the field. It's a movie adaptation of a Tom Clancy novel. It follows John Clark, an ex-Navy SEAL, on the path to avenge his wife's murder and to find find out this larger conspiracy against the United States. And it's like, it's one of those old school, like 90s action, action packed, you know, movies. And I think, you know, it's it's not great, but it's not bad, you know? Right, it's, it, it puts you in the mind of Enemy of the State, uh, what's some other ones? Um, like those old school Wesley Snipes, Will Smith, get caught up in a conspiracy because they work for the government type of things. And it's pretty, it's it's very dope. I yeah. like it. You did, you did, you did enjoy the film? Yeah, I, I enjoyed the film. It's not, it's not like, oh, everybody gotta go see it. It's one of those, okay, I can, I can dig this. And, and I think the whole thing with, with, with it is, is that you, you get very pulled in it emotionally because you see this guy lose his wife and his unborn child. He never got to see his child. So it's it's it pulls you. It pulls you in. So it's pretty dope. Outside of the action, like they have some great kill scenes in it too. So Yeah, and like and this is remember this brings me back to the nineteen nineties stuff because this action is like hand to hand. Right. Like there's there's no CGI. This is like real, you know, put up your hands, let's go blow for blow. And when they did use guns, the gun sounded real. Like yeah. I think they took extra care to make sure this thing sounded real and looked really good. Yeah. So it it was it was to the point. Um, like I mean, I love the characters. They had some great actors in it, supporting actors in it. Uh, from the guy that was on Ma Rainey, uh, Black Bottom, who was like the trumpet player, but now he's like a family friend. He comes in. Very small role, but he's noticeable, and you remember him. Then you got the beautiful Lauren London, who who comes in at the top, and she's the wife, and she gets taken out, and those dimples pull you in every time. She never loses. She but never here, loses. But check this out. This is one of my. This is like okay, basically it's an espionage thriller. These guys go overseas, and they do this mission that they think is a good mission, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's against the Russians, and then. These guys that they're doing the mission against come back home and they start knocking off these the, the SEAL team. Right. Like my, probably my favorite kill was my guy just running out 
and he, he gets hit get, by the right. <laughs> he just look, he's up there feeding this kid. He's like, yeah, I'm, gonna gonna run out. I'm, I'm gonna run outside for a minute. Next thing you know, pop right. just gets hit. Just just doing his manly duties. Now, see, in this world that we have equal rights, if the wife had to took out the trash that day, he would have yeah, it would have been a whole nother movie. I know, and, and, and then the the seal guy in the car talking to oh, these ladies man. running late, and then and all she hears, all she hears is these gunshots, and yeah, I it was I was like, oh, they are cleaning up the loose ends in this, and I'm like, it, it it was a lot, it was a lot draining, bro. Yeah, but like, what this is what the one of the things that that got me was that I just for me. I needed to see more of him and his wife. I think they wasted Lauren London. Yeah, I mean, she did. was literally there for 10 minutes, two scenes. Like, and even when they killed her, it what you didn't even get to see her face. And like, I needed to spend, you know, a good ch- I needed to see them as a couple. I needed right. to see see the love so I can understand why this dude is willing to risk everything to go out here. And I mean, they, they didn't even have a funeral for it, like they did at the end. But I I needed to see uh, what is her mom saying? Is there pe- is there other people in her life? Why is this guy right. so hell bent on avenging this lady that he's loved when we couldn't really see the love? It's basically two scenes and dude is downstairs listening to music and then she's gone. Right. I think I I, I get that part, but I, I I catch the little stuff in between the lines. The scene where he goes to the bed, silent scream. Oh yeah, but that bro. was. That was strong, bro. That was a strong scene. Well, that and was to me. That's like okay. I'm just gonna. I'm seeing the acting. Like I want. I don't know. I just. I needed to see her, her and him doing right. stuff. I think. And, I think with the with the screenplay, they probably thought it was a given with the audience. Like, yeah. oh, he really loved her. You can see that happening. No, and then I mean, it, it leads it to the imagination of the audience, which I get your point as far as we need to see that development. I mean, we, it's an action movie. So anytime you do that, at least all you got to do, instead of having the flashbacks of him having dreams with her coming to him in his dreams, have flashbacks of the moments that they were together, you know? Yeah, that would like, there was a couple of those there. I didn't dig, and also when, when you, as you mentioned before, you were talking about Coleman Domingo. He was in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, but I also right. I, remember, I remember him as Strand in Fear of the Walking Dead. Like that's what right. I, that's what I, I I know him from. Dude, two, yeah. scene, two scenes. Yeah. I'm like I'm and like, bro, two two scenes. It makes no sense. Like he's yeah. a really good actor. I'm like, okay, he's got to be the bad guy because they only got like he's not going to come in and just do like two scenes, but. He did, <laughs> but you know, you know what's good about that? They they literally had me guessing who the bad guy was. They did some good misdirection as far as the bad guy was concerned. Because, dude, up to the middle of the movie, I suspected the dude that was in the in the mix with him. As far yeah. as the team, I thought he was going to be the bad guy. Well, here's a pro tip for me. Just this is and it usually it works eighty two percent of the time. <laughs> 82. 82 percent of the well, time. That's a good percentage. That's a good percentage. When I look at the when I look at a cast, right, and I uh-huh. see, okay, who's the biggest name actor in here? Right. Like who when I look, I'm like, okay, spoiler alert, okay. Look at the cast, Guy Pierce, Memento, like that dude, yeah. he's a certified legend. He's not coming to do this movie unless he's gonna get a meaty part. 
Right. So bad guy. When yeah. I saw when I looked at the building, I was like, okay, Guy Pierce is in here. He's just not going to be just some little. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah. I but you know what? Deep inside, I was hoping that the, uh, the girl off of uh, Slim and um, Queen, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. I was hoping she would have been a bad guy. Jody Turner Parker. I, right. I'm. I'm not a fan. I've been mad. I, I've been mad. Bro, at her. let me I've tell you something. I, I got her. some deep seated. I got some deep seated anger issues with her from that film. I mean, I know. She, I think everybody does. Like she got the chairman Fred Hampton killed. Right. Like, come on now. Come on, bro. Come on. Off, yeah. off of just being straight attitude, like the date, like. But anyway, that yeah. that'll take us on, on a whole rabbit hole to a whole nother place I, that I, I really don't want to go. But I really wish she was the bad guy because to see to see her get killed for doing something bad instead of just being a victim of the circumstance like it was in the other movie. Yeah, I would have been happy to see that. But you know what? <laughs> to, but and also in retrospect, it's just a testimony of how good of an actress she is. Yeah, because I really hated her in Queen of Slim. Like yeah. that, I was like. <laughs> And then when I saw her pop up in this one, I was like, oh, oh God. Oh, she's bringing a baggage from the other movie into this one. And, uh, but like, she was, she was really good in this. Like, she, she held her own against Michael B. Right. I, if, if they ever did a Grace Jones biopic, yeah. she could get it. She could get the Grace Jones part. That, that, cause that whole look is, is strong, Grace Jones. Like, I would, I would love to see her do something that strong. That she, but, she, she yeah. is. She was good in this, but then also, what do you think about? Uh, uh, I would say the colorblind casting, because you know this was written for this. Well, wasn't written for a black guy, but they put in they put Michael B in it, and she's in it. You know those roles weren't originally going to black actors, right? But to see these guys come in and do the work and make it, I mean, it's really well done. What do you think yeah. about that decision? Yeah, I I love that decision. I loved. Um, it, it's a realistic look. Of the world that we live in, and it's not, you know, Hollywood had that thing of being dominant with a particular race or people being the head guy, being the the, the methodical thinker, the 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 great killer, blah blah blah, and they switched it up, and I, I and I get it. Black is the new black now. You know, everybody's everybody's doing black now. Everybody. You got a black Captain America. We got, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, black is the new black. So let's let's work with the let's work with it and, and see what happened. But even in that, it's like the the guys that were the Navy SEALs. You, you got a black woman who was in on she's the over, combat she, mission. She's in, char- in charge. She's of in the charge of the combat mission. Uh the second mission that they went in, you had a Hispanic dude. Shout out to the dude that was in Bad Boys for Life. Uh Mike Larry's illegitimate son, the yes. guy that played that character, he's in there, and you you still got the gung ho hard hardcore white boys that's coming in spitting out uh tobacco ready to roll, which yeah. is in every uh secret op uh movie that you see. So I like you said, it was a good representation of diversity and a reality check for America. Like this is. This is what goes behind enemy lines, and we see that. So I shout out to them for that, man. I well, you, well, you know who was supposed to play it originally. Like this is an old script that's been kicked around Hollywood. The, the and the original is supposed to be Keanu Reeves. 
Mm. Keanu Reeves was supposed to do the part, but he turned it down. Like they had, they had offered him to do the role, and he decided not to do it. Then after that, it it went on to uh, Larry Fishburne, Gary Sinise was supposed wow. to be in it. Also, Tom Hart. The la- the latest ones was Tom Hardy, Bane, yeah, and then uh, Kevin Costner was supposed was supposed to play the uh, the guy Pierce part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah because you you get you get Keanu Reeves, but you already seen Keanu Reeves with this storyline and plot behind him. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's John Wick. It's, it's John, John, John Wick without the dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's John Wick without the dog. So I think they did a good move with uh, Michael B. Jordan. I think Michael B. Jordan has already proven himself to be a good action hero. He puts in the work as far as his body is concerned. So you know you're going to give get a shot of him either in a tank top or taking his shirt off. Yeah. Remember, uh, what's your, your favorite scene? What was one of your favorite scenes of the film? Favorite scene that, had, that, made, that made me think about my favorite scene, but what's your, what was yours? Favorite scene had to be um, the, the the start of the movie. Like, okay, okay. When, when they went in for that mission and they were underwater. <laughs> oh and my they, god. Yes. And they, yes. They snatched those dudes out and popped them. I was like, yo. This, yes. Yeah. It, it pulls you in. Like you in order this, let me explain something to Hollywood. You get guys to watch the film deep if you just open up with straight up action scenes. Give me give me kill at the top. That way I can be good for the rest of the movie when you're trying to develop the story. But you got to give me a fight scene. You got to give me a kill scene or something. And it shows, okay, this guy's vicious as far as his job as a Navy SEAL or a, a operative that goes in and, and gets, the, gets his job done. But then you see the development of him. Oh, he has a family. He has a... Um, a wife and an unborn child and he was looking forward to you know putting down the gun and picking up the civilian life and blah 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 but at the top that scene where they they were in the water and they was I mean it it takes you back to the commercials that they used to pump back in the 90s to get you interested in going to the military yeah the first guy you see coming out the you see those guys come, the Marines coming out the water with, with the with the hats and 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 the and the camouflage on their face. It's like, ah, oh, I want to be, I want to be a Marine, and that was that's that pull that you have as far as your nostalgia is concerned with that scene. So that scene right there, the top, it, it pulled me in. That was the one that got me. Oh, what about cool. you? My favorite scene was, and I didn't know where this scene was going. Was in the uh, the jail cell. When my man, Whoa. my man wraps his hand with, yeah. with hand. Then, yeah. he starts, then he starts, then he starts putting water all over his body. I'm like, what, bro? What's going on? Like, what? And, and what's then, the purpose of that? And, yeah, like, and then that's how he's running the water. Like, what? Oh, they're slipping when they come in. Right. They can't grab him. Like that was just basically, I'm an action. I'm an action star. See right. right there. Right. I can take on a whole room of anybody, and I'm good. And and gave it to him, gave him the business, bro. And it's like it, and you pull on the elements of stuff that people's already seen. So as soon as you see that scene, you think about Hurricane <laughs> when they went into the jail cell with Denzel and started popping him up yeah. real quick. So you pull on scenes like that. You 
pull on other movies that you've seen where they do that lockdown, they got to come in and get the guy out the room, but this guy, he's bad at it. So you, you don't really want to go in there and get that business. So, yeah, that scene was dope, though. <laughs> I, yeah. I was out there for that one, bro. I know he was, and I, and I can't believe this is the same kid from The Wire. I can't believe this is Wallace, bro. Like has, Wa- Wallace grew up, and he just became like yeah. action hero. He's he's like Calvin from McDonald's. He's a manager now. <laughs> true, true. But he, I think of Michael B. Jordan. I feel like he should be like the next Poitier or something, and maybe he's going to be like the next Tom Cruise. Like maybe, wow. this, maybe yeah. this is his, maybe this is his lane, which is fine. Because mm-hmm. you look at his filmography, he has all these. All these action roles in here now, like he's he's got Creed, like he's doing stuff that's you know action oriented, and maybe that's just his lane. Yeah, but I think Hollywood could take him into another direction. I mean, he's already the ladies' man as far as being the dominant action guy. You know, he takes his clothes off, women go crazy because, like, like we said. He's got to get a scene where he's taking a shirt off or he's yeah, wearing a tank top. Yeah, that's not, if you don't, that's not, there's got to yes. be one in the movie. Right, because every time he took the shirt off and this, all I could think about was Killmonger. I'm like, where where are the brands at? <laughs> I need yeah. to see the brands on them. I need to see the cuts. But it's like, okay, so you got that element. You're already using it. So put them in one of these dramas for the ladies and just do something for the ladies one time. Well, I would hate to see them do him put him in like a kid's movie like they did Arnold back in the day and make, you know, uh, Kindergarten Cop. I I would hate for them to do something like that to him. But I know, I mean, I think eventually he'll, I mean, that might be down the line, but you think about it, dude, he has, he has three, like Creed's a franchise. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Killmonger's going to show up again because it was such a, I'm sure we're going to see him again. That's another franchise. This is another franchise. Another like, franchise because you got what what it is, the rainbow. Yeah, that's coming next. Like that's, this is yeah. a, ser- a series of films. So this guy's getting the bag from everybody. Like right. for, if anything, he's made smart business moves. Right. Yeah. And if, I mean, if you put put him with a what's the guy, the director for Black Panther? Oh, Ryan Coogler, that's his guy. It, like that's it. Yeah. They they running it. They yeah. they got that whole thing going on where you can you build your team. And whenever the work comes, you just okay. I got work. Let's do this together. Yeah, they're so, like like uh, De Niro and Scorsese. Like right. they, they did. You show up. I got a script. Let's do it. Right. So yeah, I can't wait to see where it becomes. But like I said, I love the fact that they this is originally written for a white guy. Yeah, and a black guy's got it, and he's got he's about to just run with it. Yeah, he stood he stood and delivered on this one. It was it was really good. All right, so like, let's get in our categories right now. So, who let's do you roll. think? Who do you think? Uh, let you know. Let's start. Let's do six man coming off the bench. Who do you think was six man coming off the bench on this one? Six man coming off the bench got to be our our female character. I think she does the work. Like the uh, platonic friendship he had, she had with Joey uh, Turner Smith. You're talking about the one that played. She played Lieutenant Commander Karen Greer. Exactly. That one. That yeah, young lady, yeah, I, I, I call her the six man because I mean, she even with her character, it, she gave us dimensions like she wasn't soft, but she was nice and friendly and she looked out for her boy. She was like, nah, he's not that type of person, blah blah blah. And she stuck up for him. And I'm gonna tell you, the scene that got me was when they were at the table. 
and they called him from the cell. They had him at the table, and she and they was like, "Do you think he's a good candidate day for this?" And she was trying to save his life because they, in in her, she knew something was going to happen. She was like, and no. they were trying to, no, yeah. he he's reckless. Don't don't mess with him." And it was basically, oh, she know he was good enough for the job, but it was like. I'm trying to save your life because they're trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just just listen. <laughs> but since you want to go, it was like she played chess with it, yeah. and I, I, and that was like one of those common themes in the in the movie as far as the chess game, pawns going against kings and all that type of stuff. So they had that going. But she was my sixth man. I have to give it to her. What about you? For me, I got to go with my guy. You know him. Every famously known for Billy Elliot. I'm talking about Jamie, Jamie Bell, Jamie Bell, and he right. was the one. He was a deputy director, and he's the. One, I like what got me was the scene when he thought he had turned on him, uh-huh. and he has him by the neck, and he has him up against Ooh. the wall there. He and he's like purple. He's like this is not a game, right? <laughs> and, and, and and oh, and I, I just knew he was going to shoot him at that point. Because remember, he shot the guy in the car, and I had no idea. Oh, that man. that was gonna go there. That's one of the best scenes Dude, ever, right? I've there. never seen anybody set up a uh, set interrogation, car on fire. an interrogation session in a car on fire, like, and 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 go in and pop dude <laughs> in the leg to get him to talk. I'm like, yo, yeah. this boy is on a whole nother level. Of- Give me a name. He was supposed to be dead. Give me a name. crazy like he does not care yeah he's he's got he's without remorse so he threw it on there and <laughs> i was yeah but for me it's got to be uh the guy because i really i thought like you did i thought he might have been the bad guy in the beginning yeah. but he ended up being this guy and if you wait for the credit scenes there's another scene where those two show up again and you can see that this is going to be the working relationship so i think he's like the sixth man coming off the bench yeah. for me he's basically setting up to do the other movies and uh, so he's my six man. Dope, dope. I get that. What about your uh, MVP? Who you think is for, is for MVP? I think it can only be one one person, and it's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like he's did my dude is writing checks now. Like he is really. This is good work. This is good solid work. And this is you know this might not be the prestige stuff that you're going to get an Oscar for, mm-hmm. but this is the stuff. If you look at Harrison Ford, if you look at Tom right. Cruise, like. If you look at these guys, this is how you build a career, right? Bruce Willis. This is basically the the Bruce. Yeah, Willis the Bruce model. Willis. Yeah, it's 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 the blueprint. It's, <laughs> yes. it's that guy. It's like okay, he doesn't do big stuff, but he's consistent. He's like the Buster Rhymes of of movies. It's like okay, I'm not going to be the popping guy on top, but I still every time each year you're going to see something from me. Yeah, and, I'm gonna, and then every once in a while. I'm gonna bring you a gem, right? And, that, and that's what I think he's doing here. Like this is this is just a really good, strong movie. And you're dating Steve Harvey's daughter. You got to keep that bag. Baby. Yeah, he's got to keep it. <laughs> and, and, and like I say, and it's good stuff that people love and people know. It's like a Marvel universe. He, he has he has his whole universe as far as espionage and uh, secret service, uh, CIA, uh, badass guys that go in and, and get the job done. So he tells those stories throughout his movies and you know well we'll get into that as far as our Mount Rushmore a- aspect of it uh what about who do what who was the least uh I, 
I think I think I think that's a co-award. I think it goes to two people. I think it goes to Lauren London and, <laughs> and, and Coleman Domingo. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I think you you it's not their fault. I think you, it's the writing. They could have been used more. But, but if you, they were least effective in the movie, yes. I guess. If I you bring it. you bring a new new in there. And yeah. you just come on, man. You got come. We we haven't seen her since. You know, come on. You at least gotta, do it. At least do it for the culture. You could have went to her neck and snatched the chain off her neck. Yeah, something <laughs> for the culture. Just take take the chain and keep the chain, wrap it around his hand or something. You know, just to, it'd be like, oh, I see what they did right there. You know, but nah. Yeah, you got Nunu. It was a total. Well, she could have like literally. She could have been anybody. Like they don't yeah. understand. Like. Uh, she's one of those ones like uh what's my girl from uh Boys in the Hood? Uh Nia Long? Nia she's like the like Nia Long. If you're gonna pull her out the you know the mothballs, you're gonna put her up there. Let let her do some acting, man. Right. Put her to work. Like yeah. if she's she's gonna be his girl, don't let her just be the throwaway girlfriend that gets killed in bed without right. even a proper death scene. Like it was just we're gonna shoot some pillows and she's gone. Right. But yeah. I guess you but when you think about that, you see somebody that beautiful, you don't want to see them die a horrible death. And but I then, guess that's the that's the point of them not, you know, showing that she gets shot with her being pregnant. You know, I needed this, you know, you needed to see that. You needed to see him mourn for the little girl, his baby. Yeah. Like you needed to see, like I would have freaking lost my mind. Like if you did that really happens in real life. Bro, you, I, yeah. I, the bad thing about it was he was he was literally dead like almost in a coma and he was on the bed when he got the news that his wife died and then he wanted to know did the baby survive and she could the the girl couldn't even tell him yeah and that that scene right there where he was about to just have a freaking seizure on yeah. the bed yeah that was strong bro <laughs> i was like yeah Ugh. like but you could tell you, like he's a he's a really good actor really yeah good. man Michael so, B is, is dope bro so tell me, uh, who was your uh, least valuable players? Uh, I would oh. have to say, say, say the same, man. Same, it's like, yeah. why waste time with? It was like you just threw them in there and didn't use them. Like mm-hmm. it was a. I wouldn't even say they were the least value. I think they were the underused. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. Because you know we've had least valued people that just you know they could have just cut them out completely and and not did anything. I think these people would have been some great pieces in the film if they had been used a little bit more, stretched a little bit more. So I, I, I I'm with you on it as far as those two characters. Because I mean, do voice um, Coleman Domingo. Coleman Domingo. 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 Yeah. I mean, he sounds like that uncle that that comes to your house and eat all the all the good pieces of chicken and yeah. try to give you advice on invest investments in your life. I hey, know. You, you know, I'm like, dude, use this dude. This dude's voice is powerful. I'm. I I wouldn't I fully, be surprised if he'd be the next. Uh, what well, what it the, is? The voice of Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> like we got he the meats or or you know what's in your wallet. Like mm-hmm. he has that voice. So I know. Like, He's underused, man. Hollywood used that dude, bro. But I also thought, really, I thought that when he was getting shot at, I thought he was going to step from the shadows and it was going to be him. Mm. Like, I really thought Coleman yeah. was going to show, show up somewhere else. But 
you know, that's me for thinking. But again, <laughs> right, right, man. we're not paid to think, man. No, we're that, paid to watch the movies, the bad <laughs> movies, so nobody don't have to watch these movies. But <laughs> you're overthinking it. Bro. Yeah, yeah. My that that was on that one was on me. All right. <laughs> so what what do you give this thing on a rating scale? What are you gonna give it, man? Now, even though I speak highly of it, uh-huh. it is you know it the pacing, it's up and down. So I'll give it three quarters of a tank. It's good enough to go through the work week, but as far as a long trip, I don't think the car will make it. So I'll give it three quarters. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a half a tank. Woo! Woo! Why so? I give, it a half, I give it a half a tank because it, I see there's issues with it, but I also yeah. I also see there's potential with it. Right. And may, maybe the second one, they don't do have to do all this world building on mm-hmm. the second one. And the second one, they can just get to the dirt and get to the story. Like, I yeah. think I think on this one, they lost a good chance to, you know, give him some heart. Like, I mean, first 30 minutes, let's see this dude as a family man. And then let's then let's go into, you know, what happened and, and how he's going to get revenge and get these guys. Cause I right. need, you need to, I think you need that to care about what comes next. Yeah. But, yeah. I think, I think they could build something really strong as far as, you know, and, you know, use those same characters to do flashbacks and do like what motivates him to keep going on. Yeah. Cause after I need, that. I mean, cause I mean, he lost everything. Like it's oh. right there. It's right there on the page. I just need yeah. to see it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, and also, and, and another, this little tip for Michael B. I know we don't need tips for me, but bro, listen. If it doesn't connect, it's not a beard. Like, it, come on, man. Like, really. And 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 we, mind you, I'm I'm not. You know, being that I have an immaculate beard, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. You know, you don't want to beard shame nobody, but dude. You yeah. Know. And then and the other guy too, like Billy Elliot. Come on, guys. guys. Yeah. If it's not shave. connect, if it's not connected, let's just shave it off. Just just do a strong goatee. Strong goatee if you can. If you if you can. If you can. I mean, even and, and that's another monster. You even your goatee, it gotta connect. It, it, it can't be a mustache uh, and a little piece of hair on your chin. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have a full goatee around around the oh. mouth. So well there yeah. you go. This is this is Hollywood. Let's go ahead. If Jamie Foxx can have hair, can uh, Michael can Michael uh, B. George Beard connect? Can can we do that? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, All right, now, my dad <laughs> joke laugh. Uh, uh, Jamie Foxx hairline. Uh, yeah. uh, or LeBron. Uh, if LeBron's got hair, Michael B uh, can get him connected beard. And every guy in Miami gets gets the tattooed hairline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get it, make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now we're gonna do our Mount Rushmore of Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy movies. Now he's a great novelist and he's done a number of great films. And these are like these popcorn movies that everybody goes sees. So give me give me your top your top four your Mount Rushmore these Tom Clancy movies. I would have to say, and and it's not in any particular order, but um, first of all, I like to this one is in the Mount Rushmore. I have to give it, even though it just came out. Right. I have to give it that. Some of all fears. Yeah, it was got it's got Batman and more. Basically, it's Batman and Alfred. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like later later on, there'll be Batman and Alfred. But not right now. It's Affleck, Affleck and Freeman. So yeah. Yep. yeah, and then we got uh, Jack Ryan. I think that one goes in there, and the last one got to be because I the Patriot uh, Patriot Games with uh, Harrison Ford, bro. And, and an honorable mention to uh, 
the hunt for red October. I, I had to do a, I just don't like Navy movies anyway. But go ahead. Your thing. Uh, <laughs> it's hunt for red October's in there. That's number one. I'm and, and that's in order. I, okay, we talk about Sean Connery, dog. You got Sean Connery on the I boat get on the that, summer rain. Come on, man. I get it, but uh, yeah. Anyway. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I got clear and present danger. I okay, like Han Solo's my guy. I can't go wrong with that. Never go wrong with Harrison Ford, bro. Nah, some of our fears, because again, I like Batman and Alfred. Right. I can't can't go wrong with that one. And then for my last one, I got to do Patriot Games, because again, Harrison Ford's my guy. Right. Right. So and, and like I said, like I said these movies are just fun, and I love and I do love. Uh, again, I can't har- not harp on the fact that you know just the the casting of Michael B. Jordan is just is just really cool. Mm-hmm. Like it's like okay, it's about time, and this is a good addition. It's not it's not like you have uh, what's the what's the guy you got Ben Ben uh, what's Affleck? You got Ben Affleck. Yeah, and. You, as you're one of your leading guys, you got um, what's the guy that was Captain Kirk? Uh, <laughs> you got Ben Affleck, you got Chris Pine, you yeah. Had, uh, so you got to change it up, you got to yeah. change the face, the landscape of it to make it you know flow as far as believable. So they 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 did a good job with that one, but then I just want, I just want to see how they build it out even further because, like, if you yeah. cast an African American lead, then you're gonna have to tailor the story a little bit, like maybe yeah. we get getting to know his family. And get to know where he's from in the next one, and maybe change some of that up. But I know it's gonna stray a little different from the books, but I think that's a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, so hey guys, thanks again for joining us into in the drive-in. Like I said, we really enjoyed doing this with you guys. Next week, I don't know what we got coming up next, but I'm sure it's gonna be fun and good, right? Of course, because we watch bad movies, so people don't have to. That's that's right. So <laughs> hey, yeah, thanks for joining us again, guys. All right, guys, take it All easy. Right. Peace, peace.